0: Hello and welcome back to the Three Pillars Podcast. I'm Chase Tobin, a.k.a. Tobinator, the Motivator, and this is episode 75, Marriage and Family. Guys, welcome back to the Three Pillars Podcast, a podcast where we focus on those three pillars of fitness, spiritual, mental, and physical fitness. Uh, As we go on this journey of life and bring ourselves one step closer to the Lord each and every single day, uh, today we've got a very special special episode episode 75 I've got my wife Leah on. We're gonna have a discussion on marriage and family it's gonna be awesome. I appreciate you guys tuning in as always if you're listening to this on any of the podcast platforms please like and share this leave us a rating and review uh, there won't be video for this but I'm gonna put a kind of a video um, feature for this one up on YouTube and Rumble and Odyssey and all those places too uh, for you guys to check out but there's not gonna be any real real video for this one so all the housekeeping stuff aside, we're going to start out with a quick word of prayer, and then we're going to just jump right in uh, and bring my wife on. So here we go. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for the many blessings that you give us each and every day. Lord, thank you for filling us with purpose. Thank you for giving us a helper in this uh, journey of life, uh, giving us a, a partner through all of this, Lord. Lord, thank you for our family. Thank you for being the, the model to which to emulate as we as we traverse this this plane that we're in lord i ask that you give me the words to say give anybody listening to this the eyes to see ears to hear and hearts to receive you as we continue with this episode lord i ask that you bless us guide us and direct us in your heavenly name we pray amen amen all right amen hey are you there i'm I'm here (laughs) you've been here the whole time i know i've been here the whole time so, guys, this is a, a very special episode. I've uh, been meaning to do this probably since the beginning, uh, but my wife and I finally have time to sit down and and record a podcast together. So It only took 75. Only took 75 episodes, but we're here. This is a big milestone. Han, uh, thank you for joining.
1: Thanks for having me. No, of course. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, this is funny because you're literally in the other room, but if we're sitting close together, uh, the the signals get all screamy. So, uh, I, I, can, I can sort of see you from where I've been here, but it is, it is. Um, why don't you, uh, well, if we just to get started, why don't you just introduce yourself a little bit, tell people, you know, who you are, where you're from, uh, without me doing it. And then we'll, uh, you kind of tell everybody what you do now in the family
1: and then we'll carry on from there. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I'm Leah Tobin. I'm a wife and a mother. And I'm originally from New Jersey, and um, I think Chase tells it best when people ask us how we met. Says he, "What do you tell people, hon?" I say, uh, "I did my duty to the
0: Confederacy and brought a Yankee woman down south." That's yeah, and he's not
1: <laughs> lying. He's he is not lying. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll be married, or we we actually we just celebrated our our wedding anniversary the other day. Eight years. Woo Eight years. Yeah. we It all started. Um really, really crazy story. Really. Um, I, I mean, we'll, we'll try to give you the short version, but uh, <laughs> a lot of transformation took place between then and now. Um, yeah. So I was living in Orlando, um, working uh, full-time there for a few years. And um, prior to that, Chase courted me for many years. Um, however, this is, this is before Leah knew Jesus. So I'll just be completely (laughs) upfront and
0: honest. Um, Full disclosure. I was not uh, walking the the best path either.
1: So that's, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I just, I didn't give him, uh, I didn't give him, uh, the attention that, um, that he, that he deserved because I just, I thought he was full of it. And, um, I I just kind of, (laughs) yeah, well, I was probably really full of myself, too. And at at the time, and, you know, just um, living out my early 20s and and um, and eventually um, finally deciding to come to my senses. And um, he and I eventually came together. He drove eight million hours down to Florida to come be with me. And we had just a fantastic weekend together. And before um, before that. Uh, oh, the others more before that, isn't there? Well, I, mean, oh, yes. I was kind of no, hoping you wouldn't make me repeat all that. No, no,
0: but... <laughs> no, I'm not going to get it that. I'm just saying, uh, when we originally planned that first trip, you weren't even about it until your roommate at the time just happened to be someone I knew from North Carolina, and so that yeah, was yeah, that was really of, weird. That was kind of the spark that was like, all right, this, this we really finally need to stop. Well, because
1: well, I had I had my phone and I'm like, yeah, there's here's this guy that, you know, he's been he's been he's been, uh, you know, hitting me up on actually started on MySpace and um, shout out to MySpace, Tom. Yep, yeah, And uh, <laughs> and and Facebook for years. And, and I said, yeah, he's he's from North Carolina. I don't know. She goes, let me see that picture of him again. And I show it to him and she looks at it. And she goes, oh, my God, I know him. <laughs> and I'm like, no, you don't like. No, you don't. And, um, yeah, she did. She knew him. Chase used to sing karaoke at hams over here in Hyper. she goes, yeah, I used to see him all the time singing purple rain at hams. <laughs> and, uh, and that's oh, the yes, truth. And, and she knew him. And, uh, I mean, they, they weren't, it, I wouldn't say that they were friends, but yeah, she definitely knew that guy. And I'm like, this is too weird because what are the odds of that? I didn't know this girl until I moved down to Orlando and then we ended up living together. And, uh, that, that was just, that was a little, um yeah, that was, that was just a, that was just really weird. So. Well, it worked out though.
0: Cause we, yeah. got, we got together, we, like you said, we had a fantastic weekend. We had mm-hmm. a, a wonderful, you know, spent first the day week. at universal. It was It was a good time. And, you know, fast forward a little bit, you know, we continue to, uh, to date and do it right. Um, I know I was in the Marine Corps. We worked together every day, but you know, I got to visit you. You get to visit me, um, up in Virginia where I was at the time. <clears throat> and, me. um, You know, it it, when we found out that uh, we were going to have a baby, it kind of expedited plans because I was getting ready to deploy again, and it was going to turn out that the due date would have been while I was overseas. Um, My original plan was to drive to New Jersey, meet your father, you know, tell him, you know, obviously introduce myself further. Um you know, smoke a cigar, have a glass of whiskey and, you know, ask to marry you. And then I was going to propose before I went on deployment and get married when I got back. Uh, But, you know, finding out that we were going to have a baby, um,
1: push things forward a little bit quicker because I wanted to make sure you guys were taken care of. And And I'm I'm sorry, I do. I have to interject. So I come from an Italian household and I had to uh, introduce my husband while I was already, my father met my husband Okay. My father's as Italian as they come, you know, sit there stone faced and everything when he, when he meets, you know, any, any guy that my sister and I would bring home. And, uh, I'm like, okay, I'm about to introduce this, this guy to my dad. I'm already married to him and I'm pregnant. Oh my gosh. And, um, I mean, we we, <laughs> sweating bullets there for a little bit. I mean, if you if you come, if anybody listening comes from an Italian family, I'm sure you can understand. I'm, I'm like, wow, this is, uh, oh, wow. But so, the, fact, the fact
0: that I survived that encounter uh, is, is yeah, good. Yeah, you're
1: alive. So. <laughs> I thought he was going to shoot me. Yeah. Um, I, I remember that we walked into the front door and he looked at you and you and you were like, oh, you know, you want to shake his hand? He goes, yeah, and your name is? And I went, oh, <laughs> dad, <laughs> dad. But, you know, I mean, he, when, 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 when he found out, you know, I remember having to tell him that, you know, I was pregnant and he said everything to me that a father should and would say, and he didn't come down on me. He didn't, you know, he, that, that, cause that just, it wouldn't have been helpful at that time. Cause it right. just, you know, and, um, I think one of the worst things that he, he had said to me was, well, do you know who the father is? And I'm just, had dad. Yeah, I've been dating this guy, like you know, but uh, just leave leave it leave it to dad. But um, yeah, so we it, we had a we had a very interesting start in the beginning, but as time went on, you know, Chase and I decided that collectively we both we both wanted to change. And when Chase fast forward a little bit, we had a uh, Layla was about four months old. We had moved to California, and the only support that we had out there was finding comfort within the church. You know, here we are. Well, newly- yeah,
0: we had our had, had our friends in in the unit that came out there with us, you know, because we had gotten married uh what the Orange County Courthouse, you and I standing there, just me, you and you know, the clerk of court or whoever it was that mm-hmm. uh, that got us that, that married. I was so nervous. Um it was but it was just uh you know that was just almost a formality just to take care of stuff. But we still had a lot of growth to do in our marriage. Mm-hmm. And so I'll let you continue there. You know, we, we found an, a, a parish, um, a Catholic parish there in um, Oceanside, California. Uh, shout out to St. Margaret's and uh, father. Mm-hmm. Um, what a trip that was. And we sat down with, you know, we started going there as a beautiful, beautiful building, wonderful congregation. I mean, the, the confessional line was, you know, out the door every Sunday. So they were doing something right um father wallace is a off the boat irishman and i remember we sat down with him the very you know first first time we uh were, said hey we want to come we want to go through the sack we want to be married here uh he looked at both of us and said you know under any normal circumstances i, I would have told you no when you first came to me you know if you said you want to get married here's you know two unwed people with a with a, a baby on the way, I would have told you no. And that was a gut check. It's like, wow, this is you know wildly different than a lot of other places. Um, but there's a reason for that. Um, the the reason being is that's not obviously the way you need to go about it. When you're talking about marriage and family, marriage is, it's is, it's a sacrament for a reason. You know, what was he explaining about the, uh, with the, you know, like you see Italian homes, you know, you got a crucifix and linen. But, uh, you, could, you could explain it better than I can.
1: And he said, where else in the household? He goes, you're Italian, so you should know this. And he said, you know, where else do you see linen and a cross? He said, we see that on the bed. And he said the last few words that Jesus spoke. And at this time, Chase and I were also gut checked with our biblical Ill- illiteracy. And it was it was yep. embarrassing. And because um, we're like, oh, yeah, we're just here to bless our marriage and woo. But no, he he was he saw two, chill, two, you know, blobs of clay that he was ready to mold and help shape. And we yeah. were he could tell that we had those little bunny ears standing straight up, ready, willing and able to listen. So. So, yeah, so he Lennon, asked us what Lennon, the less.
0: Yeah, linen yeah, and the and the, just to, <coughs> to clarify, you see linen and the, and the crucifix. Not only in the bedroom, but you see it in the altar, too. Mm-hmm. Because when Christ went to the cross, he went as as the bridegroom, preparing himself for the bride. us. Mm-hmm. The and that's where
1: the, the, the parallel comes. And as he a, said the last words he spoke were taught, it is finished. He goes, but let's go back to the Greek. It is, it is consummated. And he went, ah. And then that really opened our eyes a little bit there. And then he just... So that, he, that
0: act of... of of what Jesus did on the cross, He did it because He loved His bride so much, and that's what mm-hmm. you do. That that really hit me as a husband was, Jesus gave His life for His bride. You as as the ultimate act of love, that you know, you have to have as a as a husband. You have to right. be prepared uh, to give your entire life to your bride and then ultimately to your family. Right. That's what I
1: took out of that. Right. And then when, you know, fast forward to when we actually did um, complete the sacrament, he, he spoke to us in a very, uh, very fatherly yet very loving way. And, this, this took place on Palm Sunday at the last, like literally after a church service. Yeah, um, we, we, went through our, we went through our sacraments, went through the Easter vigil,
0: went through everything um, there at that parish, despite me
1: being in the field all the time with my buddies and everything like that. He could see that we were trying and he <laughs> knew that our so – they. I mean this guy broke so many rules, <laughs> you know, for because he could see that we, you know, I mean the – we we wanted this, and we started bringing more people to church. And you know, every yeah, week he we always know. had a full
0: pew when we when it was when we were there. Yeah, a
1: pew full of Marines. And, and
0: yeah. we got uh got to. Well, I'll never forget the Easter vigil when he walked by our row and there was just us and a bunch of Marines. He goes, we're like no. yeah, real
1: loud on the way out. Right. <laughs> All um, the organs playing that was that was fantastic. I'll never forget it was, that
0: Sunday. Was me, you, the baby, uh, my what best. Was, friend. Reese yeah Reese. Or, you know, and My then Sam who, who was your uh was our kind of counselor.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh she said the that we were, he, he said, she said that we were good to talk to the uh, talk to Father Wallace and say, Hey, we'd like to get married um and schedule it. And so it was that Palm Sunday, what March what twentieth, twenty, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it was. And went up to him after you know, you go talk to the priest after service and everybody's telling him, you know, hey, how you doing? He's checking on you. And the, the the four of us went up there. Me, you, the baby, and and uh, and Reese, and just said, "Hey, you know, father, we're just
1: want to let you know we've
0: completed all the sacraments." Yeah,
1: Pam says that we're ready.
0: We're good to go. We'd like to schedule a um, a, a wedding, if that's all right. And he looked at me. He says, "Well, what are you doing in about fifteen minutes?" And I looked at him. I said, "I guess we're getting married." He goes, "I'll see you at the altar." <laughs> and so, we went uh Legitimately, is me, you. Are you allowed to do Layla. that today? It's possible. Yeah, Sunday. I was a kid. Like, if we, if we did it, <laughs> it legal and sure enough, uh, it, we it was just it was it was the most intimate, beautiful yeah experience. Just and the two of us, the baby Pam Reese and the and the the priest.
1: Yeah, I mean, if there's any girls that are listening to this too, you you don't need a really big wedding because I'm going to tell you what happened to me that day. I will never ever ever get to recreate that. I didn't have a big, I didn't have a dress. I didn't have a huge reception, open bar, none of that. My family wasn't there. It was myself, my husband, and the Lord. And when Father Wallace spoke to us, he spoke in this very calm, very firm voice. And he told us, and this this is something I will never forget. He said, we as humans and as lovers to one another, we will fail each other. We will let each other down. We will disappoint. We will be unfaithful. We are not the perfect lover, lover. And he pointed to the cross behind him, and he said, behold, the perfect lover. And then he looked at Chase and he told him, your one job here on this earth is to make sure she gets to heaven. And the side i mean, the 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 holy presence in that room—it was so thick you could cut it with a knife. And I was already married to this to this man. I had already had his his baby. I had already moved twice with him. But this Mm -hmm. particular time, then we said our vows. I couldn't. I was so overwhelmed with emotion, I could barely speak to get them out. And when Chase was looking at me and I mean, it was just like, I could feel the Holy spirit coming through him and just piercing my soul. And I I knew, and then at that moment I knew, wow, this is, this is the path I need to pursue and, and stick with it because I've never experienced anything quite so powerful in my life.
0: It was, it was really an incredible moment yeah it's a responsibility for me and then you know we, we, in all of our classes and discussions we've had with you know father wallace and pam and and people like that he solidified my role and then and your role was pretty uh, firmly established in the sense that you know, everybody says says you know, wives be submissive to your husbands. A lot of Southern Bells down where I'm from here, where
1: we live now. Oh
0: well, you don't have to submit to that man, you know. And I'm ball.
1: like, well, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Because so, I've heard yeah. that, and <laughs> th- this is this that's that's some like listen, because I've had a I've had a lot of. <sighs> I've, let's just say I've had you know some people say to me, Leah, you're you're strong and independent. You don't submit to a man. Are you serious? Come on, this is when we were new to you know letting people know you know what we're well, we're 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 actually you know um, we're we're Christian and you know oh well that whole submit to a man thing. You don't really believe that. I'm like, well, let me counter you. If my husband does everything that he's supposed to do by the Lord, I won't have a problem following him. Mic drop. <laughs> I mean just, and I wasn't trying I was you know, trying to pie somebody in the face with the facts but that's just see, what the, it is it, their, it is what it is
0: You do I've seen you say that to people and you could just see their their and
1: gears and it. I'm like it's not I, something that I you know and well, I'm like you're the one that's putting the dirty and the negative connotation on what it means to submit but if my husband does what he's supposed to do by the lord it just happens there's an order to things it's like you're it's the, that's why we have a spine to help us stand straight up, vertebrae after vertebrae, nerve ending after nerve ending. There's a reason for this order. And it just, when you just let it, when you do it the way the Lord designed it to be done, it just happens. It doesn't mean that you won't have struggles along the way or um, you know, if everything's going to be hunky-dory every day. No, absolutely not. But
0: but it helps you have a way to get back and to restore that order and balance when you keep mm-hmm. the way it's supposed to be.
1: Yeah. And I, I'm just full people, financial uh, disclosure. I, I will say things that are not popular amongst pop culture with females. And that's ju- that's fine. That's just it, the way it is. I'm just, I
0: wanted you on here because you, well, you just made a request. And, and, you know, I know you got some really good stuff to say. And it's, it, it is a thing. You know, a lot of people want to do this whole modern view of marriage and, you know, single moms or ladies at the head of the household and things like Mm -hmm. that. It worked for some people. Sure. But there is always going to be a a grinding of your own gears. Mm -hmm. Try to go against the grain because you want to be some independent. I do things my way type of thing. Have fun. Good luck with that. But I promise you, you will find more fulfillment when you go by the order that is established and ordained by the creator of the universe who set the order in motion to begin with, with a word.
1: Yeah. And it is and it is hard. There are I mean, you have to fight. You have to fight your own fleshly desires. You yeah. have to fight your own, maybe your own upbringing or your own um, uh, just. It, I mean, really, this this took time. When I look back on the last eight years, the amount of growth that my husband and I have experienced, um, I'm very grateful for that. It was very, very, very hard in the beginning. Yeah. It's still it's we still have our, our struggles, but that's life. Yeah. That's life. You don't, you don't get, you don't get stronger by avoiding things. And at the first sign of trouble oh well, you know, it's just not working out. Let's, you know, we can always just get divorced.
0: You see that way too often, you know, things, Oh, well, if they're just, you know, if it's not exactly perfect all the time, well, this isn't the perfect marriage that I was promised. So I'm just going to go find something else because, you know, I've heard some honeyed words from somebody over here who who says they can do it better. And it's like, no, that's that's not how how it works out. You get married, you commit to that relationship, knowing full well all the good, bad, and ugly about that person. Hopefully if you've, you know, actually gotten a chance to be and you have those intimate conversations instead of this surface level stuff that a lot of people get into these days. Because it's a commitment. It is a commitment.
1: That's the thing. That's the thing that no one no one preaches this stuff. We we live within a crazy, crazy generation that wants to take everything and give back nothing it is a commitment guys it is a commitment commitments don't care about your feelings no commitments don't it's, it's not a date we have passed the point of dating we have made a commitment you take a half committed man i mean and a half committed woman then they come together and they raise some half committed kids i heard td jake say this one and then the whole house is half committed but it takes. It really does. I mean, that that's something that I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take to to get back to that. But, man, yeah, that word right there, commitment. We could have a whole. We could have a whole discussion on just commitment alone. Right, write that down. We'll do that later. The to
0: to kind of start wrapping it up. You no, know, the last. <clears throat> all all that is, is exactly what as far as change goes if we're going to change that it's got to come from the household each individual household each individual community has to do their part but it really has to be if you you know anybody listening your family is how you change the world you can't change other people's families the only way you can do that is by living an example for them to emulate if somebody's having some kind of struggle that's why our charge is to be like Christ you know, husbands, you want to be like that perfect lover that we talked about up on the cross. You want to, to do your best, not to disappoint. You're going, you're go, you're going to fail, but you want to do the best you can to emulate that life. So your family can follow you into the gates of heaven. And if you're doing that the right way, if you're doing that the proper way, then they won't have it, have an issue. Again, you're going to have your bumps and stuff in the road, but that's when you have, you have, you have Jesus and the Holy Spirit and the Father all guiding you and picking you back up and setting you back on the right path.
1: Mm-hmm. So if you, you're open and receptive to it, if you you're open, okay,
0: put your pride away, swallow your, 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 uh, you know, yeah, I guess swallow your pride and be ready to take, take the little lashing because, you know, the, <laughs> you know, as, as a father, as you know, you have to divvy out some discipline once in a while, but keep, keep moving forward. Um, right, and like I said, it's 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 a lesson. It's a lifelong, lifelong. Uh, you're gonna have joy. You're gonna have sorrow, but you're also gonna have you know happiness and and pitfalls too. So it's mm-hmm. all things are gonna come through. Um. So you like I said to wrap it up, the last little bit is just on, on family. Uh, we may have to just put that as another episode later. But just as far as family goes, you t- we we talked about it. You know, there's natural order. You know, husband, wife, children, but God's first. He's at the center of it all. And there is an attack on the nuclear family right now Mm to break it up and to, to weaken that unit, that natural order of things. And it's up to us to, to be again, that model and to show people how that works. So what is, I guess, kind of end up, what is your kind of take on family um, and how it you know should be as far as if you want to get into roles, if you want to get anything like that, what, what do you think?
1: Well, I mean, a united family represents the full gospel of the Lord. And as far as roles, I mean, I believe as a woman, as a wife, as a mother, the Lord has called me, and I could point to many examples in scripture to, number one, be a nurturer be pretty much everything that, um, my husband needs me to be loving, nurturing, caring, supportive, gentle. And it, there, there's so many, um, I just feel today that the, you know, women that like me, that I know that my calling is to be, a wife and a mother. Sure. I have other gifts and talents and skills, but right now that is, that is my main focus. And there's a lot of pressure on you. Well, you know, and I've even heard, well, Leah, you're, you know, a great, you're a great mom, but I don't understand just being a mother or, you know, just being a wife. I'm like, well, I don't know if there's anything just, just about that. I mean, (laughs) if anybody's, you know, (laughs) stayed at home, you know, and we homeschool our children and there's, there's, you know, there's uh seven and under and I, I, you know, maybe a day in the life of is, you know, I mean, <laughs> appropriate, but um, yeah. Okay. So I'm a homemaker, but let's, let's put some emphasis on that word. I am a, I get God, I don't have to be a homemaker. I get to be a homemaker. What a noble and just incredible calling that 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 is you get to be a home maker you get to create life-giving meals and gatherings in your house this is my home my goal as as a mother like this year this is something I'm trying to be a lot more mindful of um is when people come here and and I've been seeing this, it's, I want them to feel comfortable enough that they experience God within our home through, through the example that we set. through, you know, maybe inviting them over for dinner or maybe, you know, opening up our living room for, you know, um, for prayer. And it's, it's just something that I think we've, we've just lost sight of, especially over the last three years, um, trying to get back to interconnectedness again And, you know, talking to other other families that, you know, I mean, we're all we're all in this together, you know, but in recent years, because of social media, we just we've we've lost so much connectedness and people feel so isolated and so alone. And, you know, you have these moms that put all the good stuff on Facebook and Instagram, and it makes these moms that maybe are going through a tough time, you know, Maybe they're battling depression or maybe they're they're just feeling so overwhelmed. And then they see these other moms that have it all together. They cook all these beautiful meals. Their kids are always dressed well. Their homes are always tidy. I got news for you. That's not the real world. <laughs> right. Everybody puts their
0: W's on on it social. It
1: does, And it makes you feel, you know, I mean, it, it just like even for me, I want to be able to live and have as many children as I want to be or excuse me, as I want to have without being bullied by, you know, all these feminist women that, oh, well, you know, what about your career? What about this? What about that? Just I don't want to do any of that. You can go do all that if you want. Right. But this is this is what gives me the most joy and the most fulfillment is being a wife and a mother. I don't know what else I would be doing.
0: Right. And we've talked to plenty of people who, you know, are career, that, that career woman. But then they're like, I just want to be with my kids. But they're not because they're working. The husband's working. The mm-hmm. kids are in school. If you think about it, you're in school 13 years, eight hours a day. You know what I mean? Who's raising the kids? The state is the, the state. school. You spend because by the time you you know you get up, you have maybe a little breakfast. You might see a parent or two get on a bus or get go, get dropped off in the car. You go to school. You get there. You you may have a sports practice or something in the afternoon. By the time you get home, the kids you know you have dinner maybe. You know, unless you pick it up on the way home or whatever, you you get down, do the homework, they go to bed. So you have a total of, you know, two hours a day to parent. You know, homesco- homeschooling very eye opening. Yeah, homeschooling should be what it's actually is is parenting. They've done it for thousands of years. So you, like I said, I applaud you, and do everything I can to support you in your endeavor to raise our children, to teach them. Uh, like I said, we got a solid curriculum um to be the best that they can be and again build those relationships and let them know that they our kids they feel safe and secure everywhere because they're at home with us. We don't shelter them, we take them everywhere. Mm-hmm. They're very sociable, they're very you know loving and wonderful kids. Not to say they can't be knuckleheads and we got to you know discipline them from time to time. But
1: and yes, we spank our children. 100%.
0: They, they, you, you know not to <laughs> yeah low corporal punishment is, 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 is all right. I'm not, you know, giving them black and blues, but sometimes you need a reality check. It is what it is. Um, but that's what I, I am just so thankful to have you in my life. Um, I, I tell you this often, but I just want to, you know, for the airwaves as it were um,
1: put it out there.
0: Yeah. I really am blessed to have you as my wife, as my, as my partner, as the mother of my children. Um, you, are a, a, you're the backbone to the family. You know, I do the best I can. I know I travel a lot, but um, I come home and it's there's nothing like having three little beautiful faces and then one real big face come in and welcome me back in from uh, a day of work or travel. Uh, I don't. You, there's no price tag, no salary cap, nothing that can, can replace that.
1: And we try our best, you know, and the thing is, is too, and I tell the children this, when, while we're doing our, our work here, Daddy's out there working really, really hard for us. We have to so we have to make sure we're we're at home working really, really hard for him. We're able to do this because Daddy goes out to work every day and provides for our family. We I mean this this doesn't come without sacrifice me staying at home. The finances are very tight. yep. we have to sacrifice many, many things. I'm not out getting my nails done. I'm not out getting my hair done. We have to make things go longer. We have to budget. We have to come up with other little ways to make extra money here and there. But that's how is it a sacrifice if you don't feel anything? And sometimes we're like, oh, geez, you know, how are we going to make it this week or this month? But then, you know, at the end of the year, when I hear how beautifully my daughter can read or recite a prayer to me in Latin or or skip count or draw or play the piano i'm like wow this is why we, this pays off because yeah. when you're going through the thick of things you're like oh my gosh it's just you know is, is this even paying off
0: it's just like within it's like going to the gym you're like you're struggling you're grinding you're crushing it you're doing your workout and it's like mm-hmm. oh i'm not seeing anything but then when you mm-hmm. get to the end of your program and you look back on where you started oh yeah and then the lesson it takes, it's journey. a gradual
1: it's a gradual thing. Yeah. And and we do we, we have to come up with ways to make extra money. So a lot of you know that I'm a I'm a huge cook and you know so I'll cook for people. I use what whatever I have here and and make the most of it, but it's just you know my my children are watching and hopefully the lessons that that they're I mean it's, and it's not all what comes out of the book. I mean they they're seeing mommy and daddy persevere and endure. And be creative, and be consistent, and disciplined. And you know, there are days that you know we have our days here in the house. Hundred percent. You know, just like everybody else. But you know, um, yeah, we 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 made the decision to homeschool way before it, this had nothing to do with COVID. We knew that you know we saw the writing on the wall, and we didn't want our children to. Uh, be in a setting where they are led to believe that boys are girls and girls can be boys um, and you know I said this is just so we we were preparing ourselves on the back end when our daughter was a baby yeah. and you know I can see a renaissance already taking place within the homeschool community and over the last two years some of these yeah. moms and families and that I've met are you know, be a return to traditionalism
0: uh, because the, the experiment's not working
1: yeah the experiment is not homeschooling the experiment is public school and it has been and now people parents are getting more and more involved and you're seeing it just explode throughout the entire nation yeah so if it's something you're thinking about i highly recommend looking into it because you can do this you're that child's parent you know them better than any teacher ever will i'm not knocking i'm not bashing educators not at all but i am something that no teacher will ever be i am their parent boom I am their parent. God entrusted these children to me. And any moment any moment when I start doubting myself or feeling like I'm incapable of doing this, I, re- I remind myself, no, the Lord entrusted these children to me. And if I feel like I'm struggling, I ask for help. Whether it's online or I, I read books by different homeschooling mothers, I reach out to other women. I don't need to do this alone. But you know just trust and 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 believe that you have the capabilities to do to do this so if you're thinking about homeschooling especially during the times that we're living in take a leap of faith give it a shot you'll be happy that you did it
0: absolutely well that's i think that's a fantastic testimony i think it's a good way to to wrap up the episode uh today again big milestone in the in the podcast you know I, i i love you and i thank you for coming on um I know we don't have a whole lot of time to, uh, to kill sometimes, but we made it happen. Um, as I usually do as a sign off for the the podcast, uh, I usually close it with a word of prayer. Um, <clears throat> before I do that, i would like to ask you, hon, if you want to, to, to take us out here in a minute. Um, but just kind of a quick, you know, housekeeping bit guys again, thank you for listening. This is the three pillars podcast. Um, episode 75 marriage and family with my wife leah tobin uh if you're listening to this on anchor spotify amazon you know apple anything like that please leave us a review share it share the show that's the, the best way to help this thing grow uh, i will have a video type on youtube rumble odyssey those things just so you can listen to it if that's your preferred platform i'll get that up uh probably in the next week or so, we'll get that ready to rock and roll. Uh, but again, I really appreciate you guys uh, tuning in. It's been fantastic. Uh, Leah, if you would uh, close us out in prayer and then we'll kick everybody out for a great weekend.
1: Okay. Well, since it's, we're just about to enter the Christmas season, um, well, I'm just about to enter, we're, we're there. <laughs> yeah. I need a nap. Um, <clears throat> so Father, right now we give you all of our hopes, and all of our dreams um, for the holidays, um, please grant us the ones that glorify you the most, Lord, and the ones in which will grow us the best into your likeness. May we allow you to be in control. And when things don't turn out exactly as we thought they might may we let go and rest in you we thank you lord we praise you hallelujah amen 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 again
0: guys this is the three pillars podcast we appreciate you all tuning in very much god bless you have a very very merry christmas this will be our last episode for the year until we kick up after the new year so again god bless you guys We appreciate you tuning in very much from the Tobinator family to yours. Tobinator out.